This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Balls Original Soda, Cherry, Root Beer, Orange, Ginger Ale, Cherry Cola, and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10-ounce Bumpy Bottle or the sleek 16-ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. So many storylines are advancing and culminating, and we have a storyline of our own here. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone of all ages, ethnicities, and all of that, this is the Quick Pop Podcast. Hi, I am Ronchi Ron, and I am the constant. I am the pillar. I am the cornerstone of this podcast. And when I talked about uh, having a little bit of a story, well, by golly, gee, gosh, darn willikers, I have a story for you. Because there was a time where young young Mr. Jacob wasn't here on the show. Uh, I think especially last week, uh, he had a little bit of a good time with the hard cam. Ain't that right, Jake? What are you talking about? And then also, on top of that, when we when we put it down on the thing, we also didn't have uh, – we, we had travel issues with our young boy Ace. How are you also doing? My travel agent uh, has been fired, and we got a new one, so I shouldn't have those issues anymore. So the story is, we're com- we'll culminate right now. All three of us are here. The trio is back. The trio is back, and we are challenging the House of Black for those titles in an open house match. The rule that we select. Yeah, what's the rule, Ron? Ron, you let him know. What's the rule? The rule for the House of Black, for for Buddy Matthews, for Brody King, for for Alistair or Alistair. Whoa, Malachi whoa, Black. Whoa, whoa! Watch out! Watch out! I'm gonna say Buddy. I'm gonna say Buddy Murphy on on uh, on Collision. <laughs> the rule is that at the end of the match, one of us is going to pin another member of the House of Black. That's how the match ends. It has to end that way. That is the rule. How how has no one done that? It's like the rule is like, yeah, you can beat us up for like 30 minutes, but uh, at the end, one of you has to take the pin. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. It is, it, it is the perfect so rule. It's, yeah. it's the perfect rule. It is the perfect rule. Quick pop, new champions. Globally recognized. Universally loved. It's Quick Pop Podcast. Me, Jake, and Ace. Ace, Jake, and me. The three. The trio. The Musketeers. The Triumvirate. The Triangle. Ting, 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 ting. Ring the bell. 
I'm so Ron. glad that all three of us are here. Ron, yeah. I'm glad you're here, too. What? What? I, I, just, what? I just now want you to be a wrestler. Part of a group, whatever, called the Triangle. And how you end everything is you get in someone's face and go, ting, 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 bring the bell. <laughs> Ting, 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 you, ring the bell. You pin them, and then you just, like, immediately in their face. Ting, ting, ting. Ting, 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 ring the bell. Ooh, ting, no, ting, you've, got a, you've got a manager who carries around, like, a triangle. Yes. And, like, and like he hijacks the bell, so instead of, like, the bell noise, it, you just hear ting, 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 whenever you, like, they can't make the three count. I wonder if Adam Cole is still open to being a manager. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um so based on uh, what we i'm thinking no <laughs> what are we what what kind of hijinks are we gonna get in like oh how how are how are how how was how was ace a no jake jake you really don't i'm trying to think of who i'm gonna talk to jake <laughs> <laughs> ron how are you because clearly that's yeah, the ron, ron, thing of- ron you're way more hype than us so uh how are you <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to keep it all together. <laughs> Same. I feel yeah, that. No, uh, no, just got done with all. Tokyo X, and then I got, like, a week, uh, like, I guess this weekend. I got a weekend off, and then I got to do another show. So I am going to try my best to just, like, relax, chill, and uh, do whatever it is that I need to do. But, Jake. Um, That's me. You had a really good time with the hard cam last week. <laughs> We tried talking to you the entire podcast, but you would just like keep on pointing to your left and just shout at us hard cam. You you I mean, bragged about you bragged about being on the hard cam. And I mean, we, when when you're on the hard cam side, you're not supposed to be on camera. So why were you talking to me? No one. D- 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 no, no, d- because d- you said d- you were gonna be. You said you were gonna be on on the hard cam. But we didn't realize that you were literally going to be on top on of the, the hard cam. Yeah. You were yeah, done, you were on work. the hard cam. Uh, we I was doing and we work. tried talking. Look, we tried talking to you, and you just kept say you kept screaming at us hard cam. I just I don't understand what the problem is. I'm hard. I'm hard cam. I am the hard cam. We were trying I to talk to you cam. about rock hard juice Robinson. You just went hard hard cam hard cam. You were you were so enamored, and I mean I appreciate you, but gosh, flashbacks from last week. What's going on here? Hard cam, hard cam. Oh god, Ace, what do you mean? What's going on here? Hard cam, right? Ace, hard cam, hard. See, see, Ace, do not understand the definition of hard cam. Jake, you were there. We didn't understand the definition of hard cam because you told us that you're on the hard cam. Yes, and we didn't realize that definition. you were on the hard cam. I mean, guys, I don't. So is it like on or in? So we, let's. Whenever we go to an event, are we going to be in the hard cam or are we going to be on the hard cam? Well, it depends. In the okay, hard cam, I, I think, is the viewing. It depends. Uh, are you in or around the cam? <laughs> I am a real American, okay? Not on Monday. You don't want to be that on Monday. Are you wearing camo? Uh, no. 
No, I did though think that I had to replace one of the cams on my uh, engine today. Did we just like turn this your, conversation to your problem? game engine? What are you talking about? We're like right on top of this. This is a, we're talking about wrestling. Hard cam. Yeah, hard cam. Yeah, but now you're talking about your cam engine. I'm I, I don't. I don't. I'm out. I'm. I'm, I'm out. Well, you know what engines do, right? They make things go quick. Zero to sixty. Vroom, but they go from zero to sixty. You know what zero to sixty is uh, when it comes to seconds? That is a whole minute. This is the quick pop, quick minute. This is a quick pop, quick minute. All right, so here uh, – got to love that segue. The Quick Pop Quick right. Minute is designed to get out of the wrestling news that we aren't primarily covering in the current episode, and here is the Quick Pop Quick Minute. Impact's Moose re-signs with Impact with the longest deal in company history. I could not find the details of that uh, deal at the time of this report. However, it is reported that uh, PWG, uh, Ring of Honor, and former NXT wrestler Chris Hero – uh, also, Cassius Ono is working with AEW backstage on a trial basis. He was seen backstage during the debut episode of AEW Saturday Night Collision. It is said in the most recent installment of Being the Elites that apparently Warner Brothers Discovery nixed AEW's decision to call Hangman Adam Page and the Young Bucks the Hung Bucks. The court case between MLW and WWE will proceed as Judge Davila has ruled that MLW Media has defeated WWE's motion to dismiss the claim that WWE has broken federal antitrust laws and monopolizing the market for sale or licensing of media rights. This case in particular will now proceed into the discovery phase. And lastly, Reddit's Squared Circle community has returned after a week of protest of Reddit's horrible and egregious API fees, among other key points against Reddit. Uh, we discussed this off, uh, off camera, off hard camera. Uh, and so I wanted to apprise you, because Jake, you were asking about this, what the deal with the Reddit thing was. Yes. Um, so... It primarily affects mobile users, and the reason I say that is Reddit's regular app, app like the Reddit app on phones and stuff, on everything, is hot garbage. It, it blows. It's literally one of the worst uh, for a social media-style thing where you're reading like lots of different articles. It, it's not great. They all. actually didn't have an app until around uh, 2013 to 2015, but yeah. that site has been around for such a long time that other developers made an app to better read Reddit on their multiple, phone. Multiple other developers have Since made, like, like 2009. Reddit, they've made Reddit alternatives. Yeah. Well, recently... Uh, one of the most popular ones, Apollo, which I remember using uh, for a while. I use Reddit; uh, it's fun. <laughs> that's a good one too. Yeah. Um, but Apollo found out that uh, Reddit was jacking up what's called their API fees, which is basically a fee that you pay to, uh, someone to get like root access to, like uh, basically like the source code of the website, so that way you can port your stuff, their stuff, into your app. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that can do that. Some companies don't allow it, but a lot of companies will. That's why you have stuff like Destiny 2 tracking apps or... I uh, use like MTG Tracker. Yeah, and it's basically where, hey, some of the source code in our website 
will be open to you so that way you can import it live into your app instead of having to send just like a script to go like comb through a page to then put it on your app it's like direct access essentially well they jacked up their api fees to like a ridiculous ridiculous amount like not even feasible for any company much less this small little developer that makes apollo and apollo tried to be like hey you know we're not trying to like make money off your thing we literally just provide an alternative viewing platform as you can see a lot of people use it we weren't you know we're not trying to like we're trying not trying to like make reddit look bad we just provide an alternate people like the alternate reddit wasn't having it insisted like no you have to pay this like you know, it was basically like, uh, I think I heard 50 times more than what they had paid the previous year. And Reddit kept trying to cite costs, even though it doesn't cost them anything to license their API fee. Um, so what happened, and the reason why this is a little news minute that I'm just expanding into a minute and a half, is a lot. I think it was 8,000 was what I remembered was the number of uh, things that went basically went dark on Reddit. They... Uh, privatized their subreddits and so the only way you could read it is if you were already previously subscribed oh um, no not not even not even that like well um, yeah there were some that like full-on blacked it out it's what you know like, they they turned their uh subreddit to private so like literally mods could see it and that's about it i think right yeah uh squared circle was one of those that Absolutely, for the entire week, you could not access uh, their fountain of information. I, that's where I usually I, get all my, I admit, my wrestling stuff from. I have the Reddit app, but I don't like use it. Mostly, I'll just get like a notification for one of the the subreddits, and I'll go, "Oh, I'll look into that other like a different way." Um, but yeah, it, literally, like a good half of the most popular uh, subreddits on Reddit, Reddit went dark as protest to this. Well, it's gotten out of the point where uh, Reddit's like, all right, you do you, but we're not changing our mind. Because and, Yeah, and Reddit basically has the power to do that because uh, they're still going to get money in spite of all the protests and whatnot. And, uh, there might you know, be people all, who all don't the, yeah. like get their, the API and they may not get money from that, but like uh, advertisers love Reddit because of the number of eyes that go on there. And so Reddit's going to get theirs. Yeah, and I think uh, there was like a huge thing about all the people that were participating in the blackout. Uh, yeah. Reddit came through and they were like, hey, just letting you know, we're not changing a dang thing. So yeah. you do you, we're going to make some money. Yeah, they, that was it. Reddit officials literally came out and told people that uh, their decision would not be swayed. They, they stand firm on this. And so if y'all want to protest, go right ahead. Just... It, we're practically writing company motto we don't care yeah but yep that is the quick pop quick minute how about that, that are, are that you are you now well you informed in i am so well informed about the readings of reddits and the, i'm like, telling you it's and, it's so dumb legitimately I like i i enjoy reddit i it, enjoy can reddit. I, I've seen a huge bad. uptick in uh advertisements for advertising on reddit though I have seen an enormous uptick of like, have you tried advertising on Reddit? Like Reddit can sit there and say that like, this doesn't hurt us. But I, I think that like they won't be super hurt, but I think they're definitely hurting a little bit because I used to only see like advertise on Reddit on Reddit. But now like dozens of places I keep seeing little advertisements saying, have you considered advertising on Reddit? 
Well, I mean, listen, not not to get down a wormhole, but like this is this is what we've opened up with net neutrality. Like this is what they signed into place years ago and it's not going to stop on reddit on twitter on well, any social media net form. neutrality wouldn't have affected this particular thing it would be net neutrality would be if comcast said like uh you can't go on reddit the net neutrality thing was for internet service providers not individual private companies but at the same time like, wouldn't, it, the wouldn't, wouldn't Netflix, wouldn't reddit be uh, it's for internet service providers but it was also for you know what what that's this is a wormhole we don't need to get down. I know, I know what you're saying, but like they're not they're not limiting access. They're just saying you have to pay more for this thing that we're offering you. And as a te- as a capitalist society, they're unfortunately well in their means to do so. Well, as as someone that uses the internet absolutely daily, I just hope that there's a payoff to this story. There there won't be. And Unlike Jay Uso and Adam Page, right? Unlike the bloodline. Hey, what did I just do? You did a pretty good segue there. I'll give you that. Look, and you know what? I'm gonna keep giving you gold stars every time I thank see you. One. Oh my gosh, I have I have as many as um <laughs> as, as three star General titles. Cody Rhodes. I was gonna say you have as many stars as Roman has titles that he keeps carrying out him to the dead gum ring. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so that... good. But I mean, he's full of himself, and that's part of the story. Jake said in our private chat, he was like, this is going to make Ace mad. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to see what makes Ace mad. And then I saw it and I was like, gosh, dang it, this does. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. why is he no, carrying The second three? I saw the stack of titles in his locker room, I'm like, oh, Ace is just going to throw something at the TV. Yeah. He Ace, I mean, if you, had, if you had multiple titles, wouldn't you wear multiple titles? You mean if I had a title that's called the Undisputed title that's supposed to be a combination of the two titles that I'm now carrying around, hence the reason for it existing? No! That's I the mean, whole point of the gold belt! Well, I mean, if I was a heel, I'd definitely do it because it means I'm better than everyone else. So now you're carrying they around... Made, they made another title for me to make it easier for me and my shoulders. You're and I'll just let my wise man carry around the other two titles. You're carrying around a title and I'm a good then boy. two things from Fisher-Price. I'm a good boy. Dude, those Fisher-Price titles are baller. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about the fact that he's carrying around the equivalent of Fisher-Price titles. Yeah, they're, they're great. It, 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 looks, it looks great. It looks fantastic. I mean, I if, if, I had, if I had a bottle cap and you had two bottle caps... I, I mean, I would take those bottle I mean, caps because those are going to be my bottle caps. I'm really on a fallout kick. To, I mean, I mean, it, I mean would, I don't know. it would be just as bad if they, like, I don't know, gave one of the women a uh, belt that also said undisputed, even though they're not undisputed. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we we, we, we talked about we talked about, about this. That make me we mad. talked we talked about this. Oh, dude, Zack Saber Junior. Dude, is so good. Oh yeah, no, that could be there, but also he's uh, so he's they, so good. I just mean like we 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 talked about last week how much like they copy pasted the women's titles, and then I took a closer look and realized, oh god, it's even worse. They literally copy pasted it without thinking about it. I mean. I don't know. Oscar's we... women title says that it's undisputed champion on the bottom. She's not. In fact, she is very disputed because she just got the title. I like Oscar. <laughs> That's gonna I be my contribution. That's gonna be my contribution to it. You know who I also I like though? I like Jey Uso, and I, I like the cut got, of his jib. 
We got to reel going, it back. I'm going back to the hard cam while y'all take all these <laughs> side roads. I, I just I just reeled it back in. I personally I, I had the reel. fishing I had the fishing rod. It was a good reel. That okay. So you were talking about payoff. That. God, when, when did they have the, was it Hell in a Cell or Steel Cage? I can't remember. It was Cage something. It, it was, uh, are, are you talking about the first time? The very first time. Like it was Hell in a Cell. When they had to bring the Usos in line and, you know. The yeah, Usos were, uh, were Jimmy like, came out to save uh, Jay and and Roman's like, oh, man, I couldn't believe I did I this to my family. I couldn't believe I did this to my family. And then he starts attacking uh, and then Jimmy. did it to his family. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, y'all are going to have to fall in line because I'm the big dog. I'm I'm the cheese. I'm the tribal chief. I am the, the king of relevant people in the world. Yeah. And it's all about the Jey Uso manipulation. Like the Sami Zayn – Sami – Zane needed to be a part of that story, but it wasn't really Sammy's story. It was just a little, like, kind of like a little side quest, a little nice, tasty detour to the real, uh, the main storyline, which is the emancipation of one Jey Uso. And the fact yeah. that it took us, like, what, about almost two years? Two years? To get to this point, and the fact that we're talking about it in such a great manner, they have done such a brilliant job with uh, the Jay Uso story. It's not even a bloodline story. It, this is Jay's story. They have built this for Jay, and no one could tell me otherwise. It's all about how his emotions got manipulated, how he got manipulated by his by his family, how his family aided in the manipulation, and then the split within his own brothers between Solo and Jimmy. And then you, you see it at the end of SmackDown. He's like, how could you do this to me? He, like, just yelling at Jimmy because Roman tried to manipulate again. Roman tried Roman and, and uh, the wise man, Paul Heyman, tried to manipulate uh, Jay into with being mad at Jimmy. Yeah, he's the like, well, you know what? King. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, Jimmy, you're out. And then everyone's like, oh no, oh my gosh. And he's oh, like, he I'm out too. It. Dude. And he, and he super kicked the heck out also, of Roman Reigns. The I'm out too moment, I think, yeah. is one of the best. Like, okay, even if you knew that Jay wasn't going with Roman, it's one of the best, and, and it's the body language. Everyone that does that super kick, haha, uh, I'm I'm actually not with you, always puts one of their legs back before they do it. Jay mm -hmm. stood straight and then just turned and kicked him. Like, it was so good because it's like nothing in his body language was reading, I'm about to kick Roman. And so right. it actually, like, even though you were expecting it or you were hoping it was about to happen... Like, he didn't allow you to know, I'm about to kick Roman, y'all. Like, it just, boom, it just happened. It was so good. So good. It, it's a piece of magnificence. I, I, I want to raise this question to you guys. Yeah. In your opinion, in your years watching wrestling, I understand there's stuff before us, some stuff we haven't seen. I understand somebody can dig up something somewhere that we didn't know about. Is this one of, if not the best payoffs 
to a storyline outside of a match. Outside like, of a match? Yeah, like I think one hundred ten percent inside of I, a match. Uh, it gets there, but it's not quite there. Outside I, of a I, match, one hundred ten percent. Yeah, I think I think as far as like a build up, the the last time WWE did anything on this level, which I think this surpasses it, to me was the Festival of Friendship. Yeah. Why is and, my name on this? Oh, that was oh, that was such a moment. That was good, and to me. The only other one I can think of is the barbershop incident with Sean and uh, Janetti. Yeah. Um, you can, I guess, throw the shield in with Seth Rollins hitting Roman, but that, like, all of that came out of nowhere. Like, there was no build to it. He just turned, you know? So it was a good turn, but there was no build. Um, it was a shock moment. It was a shock, exactly. It was a shock, but not, you didn't earn that moment. You were just shocked by that moment. This moment we've earned over two years, and it was done brilliantly. It was done brilliantly. I think one of the long game storylines that everyone always talks about that fell flat was um, Sting in the NWO. I don't think this fell flat. This, I mean, I understand it's still going, but like nothing so far has fell on its face. Everything they've hit a home run with everything. Right. And this is not to say, like, they they haven't done weird little moments or did weird little turns because we all had a feeling uh, – we, we all had a strong feeling about when Roman went over Cody at WrestleMania. But that was, that was just a little hiccup and not even, not even like a slight hiccup. In the bigger picture, Cody is irrelevant in this story. Cody was trying to do his own thing, but – you can't go over the bloodline. You can't go over I, Jay. I, I 100% agree. The Cody thing, the Cody thing, I think, was just a missed point in – I think they should have pulled the trigger then. They will, but I think they should have did then. But I don't think whether Roman lost the title then or is still champion now affects how this – like you said, how this storyline's going. Because the Cody, moment that Cody lost, you were like, oh, it's probably going to be Jay maybe. Or it's yes. probably going to – like I, just, I still, I, you already I still knew. think it's Cody, but I don't think it's Cody till forty. Right. I, I just I, I love I love the payoff. Right now, well, actually, this isn't even a payoff. We're now in the home stretch of this. Yeah, we're in the home stretch of this story. Because in, in my opinion, and we're still watching the the ball fly. That's right. Right. Because in my opinion, I think we're going to get a tag match at Money in the Bank, and then I think we're going to get Jay Roman at SummerSlam. I would love that. I, I, love I think it. that's where this is going. I think we're. I think basically it's going to be the summer, the, uh, the summer of the uh, uh, bloodline civil war. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it, and it's not to say that other other um, other companies aren't doing uh, is like the big payoff story. Adam yeah. Page and the Elite. That I was really excited about. And that was a long-term story between uh, Hanger and uh, his former friends of the elite, which are they're now friends again. Yeah, yeah, no, they like you said, like that storyline is doing great, and the the uh, BCC and the elite, uh, the war that's going on, with then also throwing in Takeshita, which is not on either side, and now Eddie Kingston, that's not on either side. Like they keep adding layers to that storyline. Um, that's making it more and more interesting. 
Right. And I can't wait how each and every single part of that story pays off because you have Don Callis and Takeshita where Don Callis is like, Takeshita can beat Kenny Omega and Takeshita is the new god of pro wrestling. And then you have Eddie Kingston who's boys with Mox, but now they're not really boys because he doesn't, he doesn't fit the, he doesn't fit the mold. And plus not to mention with the BCC, uh, Mox probably has both Claudio and Brian Danielson in his ear because Eddie Kingston has beef with both of them. I was about to say Kingston wants the ROH title. He wants Claudio. Mm-hmm. But right now the BCC is more uh, more together than ever, and you can't shake that. No. So it's nice to see all of these stories kind of come together as an amalgamation of really, really great wrestling. <laughs> yeah. No. Like right now, I. I think all major companies that is on TV is just hitting at highs right now. Right. Right. We're, 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 on, we're on all cylinders. It's going to be a great summer. Um, yeah, just, I'm waiting to see how everything plays out in AEW. Um, especially with like their payoffs, because now that they've thrown Takeshita and Kingston into, uh, whatever's going on with the elite and BCC, um, it, it's it's going to be seen, and I think it will be seen sooner rather than later. Because uh, knock knock knock, who's at the door? It's Mister Forbidden. It's Forbidden at the door, Ron. Forbidden is at the door. Okay, Ace, can, can you this, answer it? Now, Ace, now, wait, wait. Answer, wait. Before Ace answers the door, is it cursed? Ace, don't answer the door. It's forbidden. It's forbidden. Cursed this year. I don't know. Nothing has happened yet. I know. Yeah. And if nothing happens, nothing is... it it is set up to be a crazy awesome night of wrestling this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, there was a rumor going around uh, about a, one match that could actually change this week. Um, Ace, Ace, uh, are you sure you don't want to open that door? Uh, I don't want to answer the door. You can answer the door. But what, what, if, it's, what if it's your homeboy? None of my homeboys are at that door. I don't know. Hey, knock, knock, knock. Hey, Who is it? Zacky, 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 Saber. Zacky, Saber. Zacky, Saber. So right now, at the door. Go ahead. Are you gonna? Are you gonna answer it? Are you gonna answer it? Okay. Uh, so right now, uh, as it stands, uh, <laughs> yeah, we did it. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Officially. Kenny Omega will be defending his IWGP United States uh, Championship versus Will Ospreay. Uh, officially, Brian Danielson is going to face uh, Kazushika Okada in just a regular singles match. But, Anger. oh my god, that, that's, yeah, that's main event. Um, we have Sonata, who uh, put out an open challenge for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And the answer, the, the one who answered the call, was young uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Which I'm silent banger. Yeah, I I think it'll be good. However, I have my reservations, especially there. There's so many more formidable opponents to take on Sonata. But if they're if they have that much faith in Jack Perry, then I have to have that much faith in Jack Perry. I he's, I, listen, he's good. I think... His wrestling is great. His promos yes. are lackluster. A hundred percent, I agree. But. I think his match with Luchasaurus, the cage match, was way better than we thought it was going to be. 
Right, I think right. his match with Christian in the their version of Buried Alive was way better than we thought it was going to be. Right, right. I think he is overperformed in situations that we're like, that's a match. So I have no doubt that him and Sonata have a chance of overperforming uh, for that pay-per-view. Right, right. So I'm going to bring this up because this is the match right now. But there have been a couple people that were talking in the Twitter sphere and not the Reddit sphere. Um, MJF is going to be taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW World Championship. MJF says, nope, he doesn't, he doesn't want to do it. He's going to take his ball and walk off somewhere else for, for a week. And he says he's done it before. So he could possibly do it again. There is a name that popped up for the match uh, against Hiroshi Tanahashi. CM Punk. If we're not getting CM Punk versus Kenta, we might get CM Punk versus Tanahashi because that was the match that we were supposed to get at last year's Forbidden Door. Do you have any thoughts on this, Neil? I think it makes all the sense in the world. Um, Yeah. Uh, we'll get into it later, but, you know, Punk inadvertently kind of called out MJF. MJF doesn't do this, so Punk does it instead of MJF. You get the match from last week, plus then you get this building friction between Punk and MJF. Right. Because that that was how that storyline was supposed to uh, come about. MJF uh, becomes a champion, and it becomes a big deal between both MJF and CM Punk. That was the original storyline before uh, the whole brawl out thing happened. And I think this also helps MJF because he's still such a a chicken poop heel that, yeah, I could see him just being like, nah, not going to do it. I'm going to no show. And then you have the hero, CM Punk, coming in on his 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 white horse. Uh, it was like, yeah, I have this bag. I didn't lose it. So you know what, Hiroshi? You could challenge me. I am CM Punk. And I'm the best in the world. So, yeah, yeah, no, they're like that. I could see playing around like that and still makes MJF strong. Because the last match that he had (laughs) was great. Fantastic. I I will talk about that match he had later on uh, near the end of this uh, show. But. CM Punk versus Hiroshi Tanahashi could be a thing. Yeah. Another, uh, yeah, another thing that they could possibly be talking about is, of course, Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the International Championship. No, wait, Ron, before we go any further, Ace, um, we need your expert opinion. How do you feel about your boy, Orange Cassidy, versus... Your boy, Zach Sabe. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously you love the both of them. Yeah, I mean, you you have to be torn right now, Ace. This has to be just tearing you up inside. Yeah, it's, my, it's bigger than a civil war that's going on in the bloodline. Yeah, I'm going to be raising my reply fees to an exorbitant amount, so no, we will not be replying to this. A- 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 then, a- I will, then I will be off of this podcast for a week until you tell me that you're not going to change a thing, and then I that's will come a- back. Thanks. When this episode ends, me and Ron will not be back on until next Tuesday. 
yeah, we will not be back on this show until next Tuesday. Now, I have to know, Ace, and everyone needs to know. I understand you're just joking. Is this the most important <laughs> wrestling match in the history of wrestling for you? Is this the biggest night in our sport? Is this the greatest match? Are are you gonna have to like? Is is this your WrestleMania X Seven between uh, yeah. Austin and uh, Rock? Yeah. Do I need to make a uh, package of Orange Cassidy and Zack Saber to Limp Biscuits my way so that you get like as hyped as you possibly can? Do I need to make a package of Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker using uh, placebos running up that hill, which is a uh, cover of Kate Bush's running up that hill to Zack Sabre Jr. and Orange Cassidy? Ace, do I need to cut an Orange Cassidy shirt in half and cut a Zack Sabre shirt in half, sew them together so that your heart can be fully filled in cheering for both men? We just want to know. Ace, your silence speaks speaks volumes. Moving on. (laughs) So AEW Collision came out. Uh, The um, uh, debut of AEW Collision was last Saturday. How was it? How did you enjoy it? I... So... (laughs) Okay, is this mute music, or is he trying to shut off the show because we're talking about or, No, no, no. Or, or are we having production issues like AEW has been having in the past couple days? Have you seen, uh, like, certain words pop up on uh, AEW's um, programming? Like, it says no. I, so I... I'll, I'll, sh- I'll show you a photo later, but yeah. I've seen- pictures of it but i haven't i haven't i i did not notice it no i've heard people talking about it but i did not notice yeah it, um, it's like a production thing that they do where they say no don't use this camera but for some reason the shot was still used and it says no so i was out of town this weekend yep. um but i used yesterday and early before we started uh, this podcast to catch up on everything um I liked I liked Collision and I want to tip my hat to AEW. I think they made the show feel different. Um, not like I dramatically agree. different but they made it feel different. Punk came out, you did a segment at first then you broke down the matches differently while still like hyping up the main event throughout the show. It actually to me felt like old WCW and WWF where you do a segment at the beginning and then you already know what your main event is. So in between each match, you're like, hey, y'all are going to want to stick around for this main event. Hey, this main event's going to be awesome. Hey, two matches later is the main event. After this match is the main event. And like, it felt like that. Like the other matches are to keep you entertained while you are hyped for the main event. Right. Um, and so I, I applauded them from making the show feel different because they didn't have to like when SmackDown very first premiered, it just felt like another episode of raw. Um, right. But they actually tried to make it feel a little different. What did you think, Ron? I think that it was, it was slow paced, but honestly with as high octane as dynamite has been ever since it came onto the scene, having something that's slower, having something that, is paced better having something that kind of just feels different from the main product 
I absolutely loved it. The presentations were amazing. Um, yeah. The you you were able to digest more of the information, and not it, we're not going at Excalibur running down the card at breakneck speed. We're we're having ourselves a nice little journey, and I absolutely adored that about um, about Collision. It it was a different feel. I that is something that I didn't think was going to happen. Is that dynamite was so fast paced and everything, so chaotic, but it's or it, it's like an organized chaos. Whereas collision just seems like a polished product. Yeah. I, like I collision reminds different... like collision actually reminds me of what SmackDown is now. Yeah, like I think that's a good way to put it. It feels like feels like dynamite is the indie show on national television and collision is the polished like wrestling entertainment type collision is the most wwe type show that they have yes yeah that that's a good way to put it yes yes um the cody cody would have been proud Cody would have been proud. Cody would have, but um, but yeah, no. Uh, Collision definitely stood apart from uh, Dynamite. Stood apart from Rampage. Rampage is probably going to be relegated to the developmental uh, spot, but still have one big match that makes you want to watch Rampage. Um, but yeah, if you if people have like a storyline they really want to like pace in a certain way, then yeah, it needs to be on Collision. So it's like you go to Collision because you want to see the wreckage, you want to see the carnage, but you watch Dynamite for the payoff. Like you watch Dynamite because things are about to explode. Is that just the way I see it? I, I yeah, no, I can get that. I I agree to, uh, with that. Um, there. Speaking of explosions, car wrecks, and all of that nature, Ron. The opening, yeah, Mick Foley. Okay, yeah. The opening of Collision had the return of CM Punk. Yep. Anyone that listens to this knows my feelings on him, and they know yours. So, Ron, I want to know. Let's just match aside. Let's just 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 the opening. What did you think? They they are really pounding it down our throats that brawl out was a thing that happened. I think that it's not going to, there's not going to be a payoff on it. I think it's using keywords to create headlines, to create stories. But with that being said, CM Punk is better than ever on the mic. He, he knows how to control a crowd. He knows how to make a crowd feel a reaction the crowd itself, last week or the week before, I said that I think it's going to be very mixed. I was absolutely 110% wrong. This was CM Punk country. And I really liked that this is not like a, oh, I'm a legend returning. I want to help out people. This is CM Punk standing his ground and saying, you know, if you're not with me, you're against me. And if you're against me, then F you. And I love yeah. that. I, I did too. I felt I felt he realized coming back, he was like, okay, I can't be the happy to be here CM Punk. I have to be 
the angry CM Punk. I have to be angry that I was out for 10 months. I have to be angry that the brawl situation happened. I have to be angry that people want me to apologize. Um, Now, listen, he may feel all of those ways, but I think it was very smart to be like, I have to be anti-hero CM Punk. I I can't be Dang. just the the baby face. I have to be the guy that's going to say things that may make you mad, but will make the people that are behind me love me. And hopefully right. the rest of the people will fall in line. Yeah, tell him when he's telling lies. Yeah. The counterfeit bucks line got me. Oh my gosh, yeah, they call me one Bill Phil. <laughs> yeah uh no the oh my gosh what was it the other one where oh no i know the uh, one you're talking about the uh said, if you want to apologize then uh you are softer than than most of your favorite wrestlers yeah i that line killed me i was like yeah. dang he he's going for the throat this is yeah yeah no this is uh, it uh, i i love this like out of all cm punk like personalities the heel cm punk the the i don't give i don't give a crap cm punk is it's the best legitimately the best well and i'm glad we're getting it's the best on multiple reasons because if you are a cm punk fan this is the cm punk you probably love the most right and then if you Mm -hmm. hate cm punk this is the cm punk that's going to get you to boo him the most like, I have a buddy right. that because of all the stuff that's happened, he's done with them. He can't stand them anymore. And we were talking about this. And, like, he was, like, all, you know, and, like, like picking it apart. And I was, and I just stopped him. I went, that's what he wants you to do. I was, like, he got you. I was, like, you're picking it apart trying to see when he's, quote, unquote, telling lies. He said that so that people that like him will cheer that he's not telling lies. And people like you will pick everything he says apart you're doing what he wants you 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 are intently listening and hanging yeah. on to each and every word that cm punk says yes he's a genius yeah i he's... personally my my thoughts in on cm punk in general have soured and they will still say soured but i'm i would i would be lying to you if i said that cm punk does not entertain me because he's still one of the best I've said it a million times before. I think CM Punk is one of the most captivating characters in wrestling. I think Phil Brooks might be a douchebag. Right. I, I Like I said, I, I never met the guy. If I met the guy, I can then form an actual opinion. But I'm just saying, so, based on things people say, it looks like Phil Brooks might be a jerk. Phil Brooks may also... He might also be the nicest guy in the world and the coolest guy to hang out with. I don't know. Never done it. But I think if you can take the Phil Brooks out of it, I think it's hard to say that CM Punk is not entertaining. Right. Any any thoughts, young Ace? Have like have you watched uh Yeah, did you the watch CM the Punk watch. uh promo? I did not watch Collision. I did watch the CM Punk promo. Um, I think I hold a very similar uh, opinion that Ron holds and that I'm still kind of not sold on Mr. Punkle, uh, but I can respect a good promo when I see a good promo. Fair. Yeah, fair. 
so uh, going through Collision, we had a match. Uh, Warlow lost his TNT Championship to uh, Luchasaurus with the aid of uh, Christian Cage. Yeah, no, I think I think I'm tired. I'm t- I'm tired of the TNT Championship. Yeah, I'm like, tired of it's it. weird because it's you. You know what killed the TNT Championship? Orange Cassidy. No, Orange Cassidy. Oh. Oh, because he's a better TNT champion than yes. all other TNT champions they, that they, are not Cody they, Rhodes or Brody Lee they, or Miro. They didn't, give him that, they didn't give him that title. They made the international title. They decided to give Orange Cassidy, when they finally gave him a title, the international title. He is the workhorse champion. He is the MVP of AEW. And it's like any other like, – here's the thing. And he's doing it without – like, there's little storylines, but there's not that many storylines. And they're trying to give the TNT title storylines, and none of those storylines make you care as much as Orange Cassidy just going out. Orange Cassidy has become the Adam Cole line of, you know what they do to make me feel special? They ring the bell. Like, that's Orange Cassidy. He doesn't need a storyline. It's just like, oh, Orange Cassidy's fighting someone for the title? Well, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like... I, I, I love yeah, I, I just I'm I'm I, not I, I'm not into the TNT championship. I mean hopefully they do something with it. I just feel Wardlow lost it just so he can get it back and can be the first three time TNT champion. But to me, like when you got a guy built with like Wardlow. But he's not even the first three time. Like, I think Sammy Guevara has three. Does Sammy have three? I think Sammy has three. Because I know he has two because he tied with Cody. You're right. He may have three, so it may, yeah. Because of like, uh, Miro, he he won off of Miro. Yeah, no, you're right. He won off Miro, lost to Cody, won it back, lost to somebody else. Won. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, he has three. Okay, well, he would tie with Sammy then. But like, I don't know. Like somebody like Wardlow, it screams to me like he should be a the most dominant TNT champion, not you know somebody that keeps losing it after like a month. You know, if he if he chases if Wardlow chases the world title, then I would be okay with this. But they can't just I don't know I don't know if they had an idea with Wardlow. It just was not working. Yeah, I can yeah, I can agree with that. It's just, But you know what you know what did work? What did work? Andrade and Buddy. Uh it worked so so well. And that was after, really good. Yeah, no, that that and the main event were the two matches of the night. But right. let me ask you this. At the end when they jumped him, who do you think he's going to get to help him? Are we going to go with his old group or are we going to get a new group? I don't know. I I have no idea. That that was not something that like rang in my head. But what did ring in my head was that he used a figure eight. Yes, yes, I forgot about yeah. that. But yes, he won. Yeah, no, and he didn't just he won he using won the figure eight. Yeah, so it's like, oh, where did that come from? And like, because I'm watching with my partner, and and I was like, oh my gosh, he just won with the figure eight, and she was like, this is okay. Why? Like, I love it, but why is it relevant? And so I talked about Ric Flair, and I talked about Charlotte Flair, and how uh, Charlotte Flair and Andrade are married, and she's like. Oh, that's really cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's neat. But I'm glad that he's now using a bit more of the flair uh, moves in his repertoire. So he might actually yeah, no, be a I face. Agree. 
Um, I, I don't know. It's looking to me. And then like there, there was the House of Black and Fields. Yeah, yeah. There's there's just a lot to talk about with uh, Collision and how good it actually was. Like even uh, Willow and Sky Blue versus uh, Tony and uh, Ruby. That was a good match. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, no, that was a lot. Of I fun. love seeing Willow. Um, but the match of the night was absolutely Joe and Bullet Club Gold versus FTR and CM Punk. And yeah, dude, um, wha- like seeing that match, Joe and Punk, yeah. Seeing Joe and Punk, oh, was that gave me chills. That gave me chills. They dude, they said yes. it was like four thousand one hundred and eighty something days since they last wrestled. Like I was hoping that that is where we're going, but dude, once they had that face off and the crowd went nuts, if you're Tony Khan, how is that not where you're going? How is that not where you're yeah. going? Like it yeah, needs to be Punk's so first there. big feud. Yes, mm-hmm. it needs to be his first big feud. Uh, I think you need to do it at all in, all in CM Punk Samoa Joe four. Yeah. Right it now, just, I, I will say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. CM okay. Punk didn't look that great. He didn't look great. Okay, I was. He looked like he missed mean, a snap. Um, I will say this: the first half of the match, he also wasn't in that much. But I agree, he didn't look great. I think in the back half, he looked better. And I thought this going into Collision, and I still think it now. I think we are going to see CM FTR for the first few weeks because I think Punk's still getting his sea legs back under him. And I think they are going to use six-man tag matches to hide the fact that Punk... I'm, I don't know that he's not 100%, but like, I think this injury may have taken it out of him more than we think. I think there's some stuff going on. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I saw a uh, photo of when he last wrestled uh, at All Out to a photo of him uh, from Collision, and the physique is different. The physique is very different. It just... I think you're right that they're putting him in trios matches because they need to. they need him to warm up again, but it, it showed. It showed. It was still a really great match. CM Punk did amazing. Joe uh, Joe was the best part of that entire thing, I'm going to say. But, yeah. Um, I think CM Punk needs a little bit of work. He needs to get the ring rust. He needs to get the ring rust out. No more of it. What was, what was the moment? What was the moment or match? Uh, the moment would be... Mr. Baller Jr. You know, beating up some dude and apparently still showing up for work, even though it was a little apparent that it was uh, weighing on him heavily. Oh, we'll say that. Yeah, he didn't. It didn't sound too great. Um, but, but yeah, no, he had an accident. And yeah, the boy still showed up though. He did. He did. So hats off to Jr. Hope he gets better. Hats off to Jr. Indeed. Now. Um, What's up? No, go ahead. So mine, there was a 30-minute draw 
between yeah. MJF and Adam Cole on Dynamite. And I I did not think that they were going to go that route. It looked amazing. It was awesome. It beautiful beautiful match. Um but yeah, no. That that was like if if anyone has the time to check out one match from this past week, MJF versus Adam Cole on uh, Dynamite. It was the first match on the card. Which was interesting because you were like, whoa, they're putting this on first, and then you saw why. Yeah, because, yeah, the 30-minute the draw, rarely do we see draws, and I love that they're still implementing uh, the time limit. It's so good. Every once in a while, they'll pull out a time limit thing, and you're like, huh. I forgot that this was a thing. <laughs> and, like, I'll admit even beyond that, sometimes I'm like, eh. Like, every once in a while, I'll, uh, we'll get the, the time limit thing. And I'm like, ah, I don't know how I feel about, you know, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it happens, and you're like, oh, okay, I see why they don't use these often. Yeah. Like, because they're, they're powerful when, when it does happen. Yeah. It, it's two dudes just not being able to best one another, and it's, it, it creates a bigger feud, and I, I love it. I, I love the draw. And yeah. MJF and Cole, yeah brilliant fantastic yep, yep, but yep that absolutely. was absolutely that was my chicken that was my chicken uh what about you jake no, jake ha- he's doing it again he's back on the hard cam he's doing it again God, jake uh jake oh uh, okay all right i get it hard cam cool where yeah, where yeah. did he get it where did he get it we didn't even have a camera this where time did, where did he, just where did find he get it I don't. I don't understand this. I don't either. How does it? How does he keep doing? This better not be a thing that happens next week. It's definitely going to be a thing that happens. Oh, is he? Oh, gosh, I don't. I don't understand. But all right, I guess since he's on the hard cam, Jake doesn't get Jake's moment is being near that hard cam. That's it. Yeah, there. That's Jake. Yeah. That's Jake. So you can follow Jake at hard cam. Hard hard cam Jake. Hard take Jake. That's his new name, Hard Take Jake. Yeah, Hard Take Jake. Hard take, oh my god, hard that's take a Jake. thing now. It's a thing. Hard Take Jake. Jake, Hard Cam, Hard Take. Ha ha. Sucks to be you. But um, we we got we got some stuff going on uh this month, and hopefully we we get things together where Jake isn't on the Hard Cam anymore, but in yeah. the Hard Cam, and all of us will also be on the Cam uh because we want to start our uh, live streams. Yep, yep, yep. So, we'll still, June We'll be starting it soon, yeah. I swear. Yeah, no, it's a it's a thing. But other than that, check us out on our social media. Uh, you can check out Quick Popcast on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can check out uh, Jake at Jacob Derek Six. You can check out Ace at Ace of Spades Card. And you can check out me on Instagram at i.am.ronchi. So, uh, that's a thing. And remember... You got to shake those babies and kiss those hands and neuter yourselves because, oh, my gosh, the population is way too high. We need population control. Uh, I, did I say that? I don't know. Do I you sound like it. Dutch Mantel? I hope not. I don't want Brody King to yell at me. Oh, God, Dutch Mantel. That's a whole other kettle of nonsense. Yeah, F Dutch Mantel. F, Hulk, F the Hulk Hogan. Can, uh, yeah, can I tell you real quick? I know we're wrapping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
every once in a while I'll see Dutchman Telstra or something and you're like you remember like oh wow he is kind of a somewhat legend in his right you know so like every once in a while he'll share something you're like all right good on you good on you wrestle wrestle but then he shares something not wrestling related and you're just like oh no the funniest I remember now the funny thing about it is that he was upset that CM Punk was uh talking about the LGBTQIA and uh and like trans people and whatnot and Dutch Mantel says we don't need these politics in our wrestling. And I'm like, M. Effer, you were a white racist who, who basically, if if Trump was like doing his thing while he was doing the all American shtick in WWE, he'd be wearing a red hat. Don't don't say anything about politics, sir. And yep. it's bad take, bad take. F, F the Dutch Mantel, F the Hulk Hogan. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. Yep. <laughs> See you guys later. Everyone, <laughs> uh, just, you know what? We're all, we're all still really crunching. Well, that. What if the entire time Jake was not saying hard cam, but hard crap? Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.